This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 678, one Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy, Part 1, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to the podcast where blogs are read to you for free, kind of like an audiobook, and this is with permission from the authors. Today's author being Mark of Mark and Angel. This post is a bit long, so I'll read the first half today and then the rest tomorrow. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. One Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy, Part 1, by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. A petite, light-skinned Jamaican woman sits with her husband in a crowded beachside ice cream shop in Miami. Although she doesn't speak loudly or occupy much space in the room, people notice her. Her hair is long, flowing, and black, like a windy night. Her lips are soft and red, like rose petals. Her curves are subtle, yet they dip and bend in all the right places. Her skin is smooth, brown, maple cream, and her clothes are modest, accentuating everything while exposing nothing at all. She knows why they're looking at her. It's because I'm not white, she says. It's because we're an interracial couple and they don't understand why you're with me. Her husband groans and closes his eyes. There's nothing he can say. They've already had this conversation a hundred times before. He threads his fingers through his hair in frustration and watches as his chocolate ice cream begins to melt. Three tables over, two Latino college kids eat their ice cream cones and check out the scene. As usual, they're not impressed. The women around here are too old, too young, too overweight, or, wow, look at her, the pimple-faced one says as he nods his head towards the Jamaican woman. The prematurely balding one turns around to look. Oh yeah, she must be a model, he replies. She's way out of our league, bud. I don't think I should have to explain why this is so painful for me, the Jamaican woman continues. The media portrays white, blonde females as the essence of beauty and perfection. My color is simply a genetic defect. A chubby Asian girl, about 12 years old, naively stares at the Jamaican woman while sipping a root beer float. Small tears stream down her face. Daddy, why can't I be as pretty as her? She asks her father. It doesn't matter if you're physically faithful to me, the Jamaican woman says to her husband. 
because with all these influences surrounding you, you're probably internalizing your deep desires for a genetically endowed female companion, and it kills me. Don't you understand? Please, honey, are you ready to go home? Her husband replies softly. She hasn't taken a single bite of her brownie sundae, and all the ice cream has already melted. She sighs and stands up, weakly. Three well-dressed white women in their early 30s talk cheerfully and sip Diet Cokes at a table near the door. They were all childhood friends at a local orphanage. When they were eventually placed in different foster homes, they lost contact with each other. This special reunion is their first time together in almost 20 years. Did you see those three women by the door? The Jamaican woman asks her husband as they walk to their car. Wealthy women like that don't even appreciate how easy their life has been. Widespread feelings of inadequacy. It might seem a bit ironic, or perhaps even downright bold, that a white man would write a story about a beautiful Jamaican woman who was heartbroken and tormented inside by her self-image. But it's really not that ironic or bold at all. That Jamaican woman is a dear friend of mine, and she asked me to share a piece of her story with you today. Last night, she called me in tears and opened up about how she desperately struggles with her inner demons. She told me she was unfairly judged and disrespected in the distant past, and that she's now allowing those past experiences to haunt her daily. I've lost my inner compass, she said. I hold on tightly to the shallow opinions of time-worn characters in my past that don't deserve any piece of me, and I've let their judgments become my own. More often than not, I'm the one judging myself these days. This is how I think. This is how I live in a constant mental state of inadequacy. I am now my own worst enemy, and it's driving me and my husband crazy. And then over the course of nearly two hours through intermittent moments of silence and sobbing, she described that heartbreaking scene in the ice cream shop. Now, there are admittedly many ways to dissect my friend's story, but I want you to think for a moment about how her feelings of inadequacy relate to you and your life. Truth be told, all of us, to a greater or lesser extent, suffer in precisely the way my friend does. There isn't a person among us who doesn't have insecurities. Some of us are just better at coping with them or perhaps hiding them. We worry about what other people think of us. We worry about our appearance. We worry if she'll like us. We worry if he likes that other woman. We worry that we're not accomplishing all that we should be. We worry that we'll fall flat on our faces. We worry that we're not enough just the way we are. And of course, we worry about all those foolish, thoughtless things someone once said about us. And social media, with its culture of getting us to seek constant approval with virtual likes and hearts, with its endless highlight reel of perfect bodies and epic travels, it only intensifies the problem. Think about it. How often has a lack of self-confidence or a feeling of inadequacy stopped you or someone you love? I would guess that for many of us, feelings of inadequacy have stopped us from stepping into new social situations where we might make new friends, new professional connections, or perhaps even meet the love of our lives, being confident when we're communicating with people, changing jobs, starting a business, writing a book, practicing our art, or putting our good ideas out into the world, sticking to healthy daily rituals, like eating well and exercising because we failed in the past, proof that it can't be done, right? Learning something new and amazing, like a new hobby or skill, because there's a learning curve and we might humiliate ourselves. I've experienced all of that and then some. In fact, at an early age, when I was just a freshman in high school and struggling to find my way, someone anonymously slipped a note into my locker one afternoon. It said, quote, don't let them get inside your head. You're not boring, nerdy, or weird. 
You're complex, creative, and far too sharp for their small words. And for the record, you are also infinitely more attractive than you give yourself credit for, unquote. Although I never discovered who wrote the note, I still have it sitting in my desk drawer to this day, and I read it sometimes when I need a reminder. Last night, I did my best to convey a similar reminder to my friend, but she wanted to know more. How do I actually overcome my insecurities, she asked. How do I finally become okay with myself again? The answer I gave was somewhat simple, but far from easy. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled, One Hard Thing You Must Start Doing to Stop Being Your Own Worst Enemy by Mark Chernoff of markandangel.com. I'll finish the rest for you tomorrow. I've been lucky enough to have some sponsors lately, so I'll spare you from any promotional content. Have a great rest of your Thursday if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you in the Friday show tomorrow where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.